Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, everyone, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. It is Naz and Lauren. Ashley is on her honeymoon, Yay. honeymooning. We are so happy for the couple that's eating their life away. Mission in accomplished. Europe. She yes. got a husband. We will give you guys the lowdown of the wedding and all that stuff when, when she returns. When she's all back together. I yeah. know you guys are dying to hear it. But in Ashley's place, we have the vivacious. Vivacious is a perfect word to describe her. How, how else would you describe this this guest Bootylicious. today? Bootylicious, beautiful, stunning, strong, female. unfiltered, <laughs> arguably <laughs> a massive fan favorite, and my Latina soulmate, Bibiana from Bachelor in Paradise. Hi, Bibi. Hey, I really like that word vivacious. Nobody's ever used that to describe me. I'm going to have to vivacious? steal that. Vivacious? Vivacious. I love it. Vi- well, there you go. Add it to your IG profile. I- so just yeah. so everyone <laughs> out there bio. listening knows, I've never met Bibi in real life. I'm just meeting her verbally right now. But we do support <laughs> each other on Instagram, posting bikini shots of all kinds. Yep. Which is That's wild. Fun. I actually want to dive right into an int- a question if you guys don't mind. Oh, I don't mind. Go for it. Um, Bibi, obviously you, fourth time you were on a Bachelor show this past season of Bachelor in Paradise, season six. You were only there for one week. Lauren, when I worked on the show, I'm so sad we never got to be on a show together. But when I worked on the show, Lauren was also just there for one week. So I'm curious to know from both of you guys, wasn't it a fucking pain like packing for all that shit and you guys only went for like a couple days? Like, can you kind of paint that picture for everyone listening? Well, you go, baby. I didn't pack shit. I knew I wasn't <laughs> you staying. Didn't? No, I packed two dresses knowing I wasn't even staying. I didn't pack anything. You did? Nothing. So no way. Baby, what about you? <laughs> you know, this year I did pack a lot less than last year. Okay. Because it's so hot down there that you end up wearing the same thing. So what I, I did pack a lot of like bathing suit wraps. So the majority of the time you end up being in a bathing suit and you just kind of want to have a little cover up. Mm-hmm. Everything was like dresses. I think I packed like one pair of shorts. Yeah. Um, you basically need I, to bring a whole bunch of shorts, bikinis, and then just the really fancy cocktail dresses. There's no in between yeah. there. It's so hot. Last you know? year it's so last hot. year I took last year I took two big luggages, like two big bags. Mm-hmm. And this year I took one one big bag and one carry on. I just had my makeup in the carry on and that's it. Because oh, you, you know you don't want to like yeah. yeah. The makeup, the hair stuff, you know, like just so I had everything organized. So clothes in one bag and then toiletries and like Makeup stuff in the other. Uh, at school, with, there's these girls that watch Bachelor in Paradise and stuff. Like, they sit in the break room. They have it on their iPad. They watch it. And they're always asking me, like, where do you get your nails done? Where do you get your lashes done? Where do you get your hair done? It's like, none of that. So do you, you don't have artificial nails or eyelash extensions to keep up with down no, there, right? No. So what I did do was get a manicure with Japanese gel. Oh, oh which, what's that? Oh, my gosh. There's this place called Vanity Project in Miami. And basically... Literally right now, I'm going a month without doing wow. my nails. Wait, so Japanese harder, gel? Yeah. I've never so heard of this. It's just a harder gel. They do nail art on it. 
um, I'll have to send you guys the Instagram. But for instance, right now I have these ombre nails. My nails are so long because they don't break. Oh, it's like it's like an extra it hard gel. They've cracked and the code. It lasts a lot a lot longer. Okay. So I did that manicure and I kind of just did like a clear color, you know, thinking that okay, if I stay the full three weeks, um which everybody knows it only films for like three weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Okay. three and a half weeks, sometimes four weeks. Yeah. Um, I basically, like if my, my nails grew out, like they wouldn't break, they'll kind of look natural. And then I, my eyebrows, I would just, I was kind of freaking out about those. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but I did do a keratin right before I left. Okay. Okay. Well, um, so my hair was nice and like smooth. It looked very, it looked very mm-hmm. smooth. It's, Very healthy. Yeah, so soft. A lot goes into prepping for a journey like mm-hmm. this. And you've mm-hmm. now, this is your fourth time. So like, what was your mindset going into paradise this season? Um, I did get a lot of feedback in the past that I was very guarded um, and not as open and like to people that I kind of gave off this friend vibe. In my mm-hmm. head, I kind of feel like if you really like me, you're going to, really want to talk to me but this year I mentally and emotionally just prepared myself to be completely vulnerable and talk to everyone yeah so I mean it's really difficult to you know to tell people that I did talk to everyone I think why I had my mental breakdown and emotional breakdown at the end was because I had just exhausted myself and everybody really knew my intentions and I laid myself out there completely like I was just an open book and there wasn't anything else for me to do I knew I was going home yeah you know I felt those tears so hard I felt like you were just exhausted I understand feeling exhausted down there in general not putting yourself out there even I mean you just walked us through all your beauty treatment it's like when you get ready for a date you know with a guy and it's you know it's the waxing it's the spray tan and I know we're getting into your emotions right now but I have to ask you what do you do for your bikini line Oh, no. I lasered that a long time ago. Oh, same it's girl. gone. Okay. I'm trying yeah, to get Lauren to start like, No, I lasered my vagina, everyone. Oh, yeah. You know this. Oh, yeah. It's just not fully taking because I'm very hairy. So I got to go a lot more. <laughs> you have to do a lot of yeah, treatment. Yeah, no. It's definitely like when they say six sessions, like, no. Like, you need a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They, they like get it's you with hormonal. those Groupons. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, just six, a package of six. And okay. You really I've need, only like, got like four I times. Did, like, because then you also have to wait like eight to 12 weeks in between and you can't get sun. So I'm in, you know, Miami, it's hot all year round. And right now for me to walk into a laser place and laser anything, it's a big no-no because you're just asking for your skin to burn. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I would have to do it during seasons where it's like cool and that I knew I was going to be in a bikini. And then now I, I definitely need a touch up Okay. because um, it's been a few years. But <laughs> if you laser, it's kind of like baby smooth. And even if you have to shave, it's you don't see the... You really don't see the the follicle razor bumps. Yeah, I yeah, even yeah. forgot what they were called. That's how long I had, it's been for me. <laughs> you don't even know they are anymore. It's amazing. Honestly, guys, like when I, you know, with my ex, is it was like they couldn't believe it. They're like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> they were so happy. Announcement! Announcement! Alert! Alert! The Fat Pit Fun Box for Fall is now on sale. Breaking! Breaking! Read all about it, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Lauren! No joke. When it showed up to my door this month, I was so stoked. I was having a little bit of a sad day, honestly. And then there was a box, which is essentially a surprise present for you at your door. You don't know what isn't what entails. 
Well, what does it entail? What does it entail? And it's always something amazing. And this month I got a really soft cashmere scarf. Oh my God. You got the cashmere scarf. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It's plaid, right? Plaid. We have to coordinate to not wear it on the same day. What yes. I love about FabFitFun um, personally is that it's just a gift that keeps on giving because when I see the box at my door, Lauren, I'm like, oh, I'm not just getting one thing. I'm about to open up a treasure yes, chest very of, a, expensive of a lot high of end things. Stuff. Such high-end stuff. I got a yoga mat in mine. See, it's right there. And it's actually a travel yoga mat, which wow. is genius. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like maybe if I throw it in my luggage, like maybe I'll be my better, happier, healthier yeah. self that I aspire to be We'll in take some advice from Bibby and wake up and maybe do some breath work, some yoga and make us feel better 1, throughout the entire day. Thank Wait, you for having fun. Wow. A beautiful transition went into this episode, Lauren. Yes, I must thank you. say. So these boxes sell up fast, guys. So you got to sign up for yours today. Um, we talked about our favorite products. We also want to let you guys know that there is a FabFitFun membership and it goes beyond the box itself. You guys can also make your FabFitFun box personal. You go on the website and you peruse and browse and explore and become more familiar with the brands and products and you can customize the box to the things you like. Also, Lauren, have you tried the body souffle yet? I have it. I got it in my box, but I did not try it. Oh my God. It's called Human and Kind is the name of the brand. And that's what also what I love about FabFitFun is that sometimes they just show me brands that I would never try mm-hmm. on my own. So this is a perfect way to just see what's out there. But it's this vegan and cruelty-free body souffle. It's a body lotion. It smells so good. I love I it. imagine being rubbed down by, uh, by a man with by that a lotion. Man. Well, I dream of that because, you know, in reality, <laughs> I never get that. But anyways, guys. We're telling you, check out FabFitFun. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And um, also, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. They're not little miniatures. They're going to last you for a really long time. And it retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, 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 over $200. And use the coupon code <laughs> Get It for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. I love that you said the www. www.fabfitfun.com. Yeah, so you just use the code, get it for $10 off your first box when you go to fabfitfun.com. Um, going back down to the men in paradise, did you ever have your eyes set on Blake or that was a big no-no for you? Oh, hell no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Well, cause I'm, no. you I was surprised he passed his STD test. Oh, Damn. you're right. I, I mean, I mean, come on guys that I love Blake, but come on. Somebody had ha- like, somebody has had to thought of that. Like oh, yeah. with everything that's kind of surfacing, do you really think that the bachelor girls were the only girls he hooked up with? Oh no. And you know, he didn't use a condom to everyone. I don't want to think about this, That's guys. Such a scary Everyone thing. needs to be wearing condoms. Well, you left, obviously, Bibby, and you were saying, you know, you didn't say you wish you had dated Blake, but you're like, no. you know, maybe if you had hooked up with him, you could possibly still be in paradise. So, like, what exactly did you mean by that? I was really frustrated with Christina. Yeah. As we saw on this you know, week's past episode, a lot of people are frustrated with Christina. Just so everyone knows, I'm, I'm not all caught up, so I want you guys to catch me up. And maybe well, I could no, like relate so to the know, listeners who I'm haven't not, seen everything yet. Yeah, I'm not caught up either because I really just wanted to give myself a mental break. Right, yeah. I have a question, Bibbs. Who do you, since we're on the topic of mm-hmm. Derek and potentially being Bachelor, which we know could be possible, obviously, because Nick came out of Paradise mm-hmm. becoming the Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Who... Who are your front runners for Bachelor? And would you go back on for a fifth oh time if it was someone that you really thought could be your person? So the two the two guys who I think I would have actually hit it off with on Paradise are my two top runners for Bachelor, which is Mike Johnson, 
That's mine. And <laughs> um, he's my number one. But now that Same. we're seeing, I would think that Derek being The Bachelor would be just almost as good as like Hannah being The Bachelorette. Like it's like an underdog. Hmm. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah, I've Don't never met so? either of them. So I have no personal like, oh, I love this person in yeah. real life. I've met Derek in real life, obviously, and I love him. Um, but I don't know the growth that he's made, you know, in the past couple of years. So I can't speak to like who he is now. Mm-hmm. And I've obviously never mm-hmm. met Mike. But I feel like the world is ready for a Mike Johnson. I feel like he's like well articulated. I feel like he would pick someone that isn't mediocre. He, you know, knows how to have a conversation. I, I think he would be a really great lead. You I also know? like the fact that he is what, 31, 32? That's like what an I appropriate mean. Exactly. Age, rather exactly. than like a 23, 24 year old. So guy. cute. Yeah. And he's like that big. I mean, I met him at the wedding. Oh, wait. So he was he there when you were there? Yeah. So there was no connection there? Yeah. You didn't want to go after him? Oh, I mean, I like, I don't know. I shouldn't have know. said you didn't want to go after him. Why didn't he come after you? <laughs> I should rephrase that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think he had a lot of attention on him that, that evening. So maybe you felt. I mean, felt I sat like- next to him at, at the wedding and we talked for a while. And I mean, I, I do think that him and I um, communicate in that whole like self-care, self-love, spiritual level, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Where like the conversations are more deep. It's not just about like... They're not surface uh, level. Like, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, have you guys seen that meme? I, I've never met Kaylin, but obviously I love Dean, but there's a meme of where it's on the top of it. It says Kaylin asking the hard hitting questions. And then like, it has do you shower. No, she oh. goes, do you miss your van? I'm just making a joke funny. out of it, but I get what you're saying. You want to just, you're like me. You want to ask people like, when was the last time you cried? And like, you want to know why. Mm-hmm. So what um, is your dating life like? outside of paradise do you pursue do you wait for them to come to you what is your normal type let me know it all and how's it been since you've been on the show is it weird and hard in miami to date well um i wasn't on for long and really a lot of people that watch this are women and the only way that guys would really know if i was on the bachelor is or bachelor in paradise is if like a girl comes up to me Mm -hmm. which which happened funny enough but um I'll tell you guys a story. So I don't really date. I came back from paradise and I felt really, I felt defeated. And I had gone through a breakup back in April and I took all that energy and all that sadness to really just like harness it in and care for myself. And when the opportunity presented itself for paradise, I was like, if I'm going back to paradise, I'm doing this right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go back and half-ass this. I'm going to give it my all. And so I think that that's why I had such... It almost felt like leaving paradise was more of a heartbreak for me. Um, it because sounds I gave like that. Myself, I gave it my all. And there's so much that comes with that. And I, 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 I have felt some relief after my episode where I go home. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to show. And I, when I tell you guys, like, I was bad that night going home i was bad i was like begging producers to leave i was like i can't stand there i can't do this walk i like am emotionally drained i just laid myself out here with everyone and like you feel rejected yeah and then to feel that shame that you're sharing this with millions of people who are going to watch this none the like not to even mention that like my what if my ex decides to turn on the tv and then sees me getting rejected it's almost like this like dark negative mental chatter that just like put me in a really bad state 
Um, because like when you're putting yourself out there and everybody says like, you know, when, and I did this whole panel with my girlfriends last week where we opened up about being vulnerable and how you grow through being this vulnerable human being, but being vulnerable is fucking scary. And half the time the door is closing in your face because you're, you're stepping outside so much of your, of your normal, comfortable boundaries and exposing yourself and trying something new and then just be like, it's only normal to feel a sense of failure. So I know that I just went like deep. I went no. so deep. No, we, this is it. like, this is literally what we do on a daily basis. So I want to interrupt for a second and tell you guys about a sponsor that I love that actually fits perfectly in this episode. And that is BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling and they're there for you. And it's amazing. And Lauren and I have actually used them on multiple occasions. I use it when I'm traveling. And basically, it's an online service that connects you with a professional counselor and they provide a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient and you can get help on so many things, yeah, right, Lauren? Yeah, you got depression. They can help with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, um, self-esteem, and more. And everything you share there is confidential. You don't have to worry about that. And also... I feel that it's important that they have texting, video call, many different modes of communication. So if you're in, I don't know, a public area and you're feeling stressed or something and you want like a private session, you can just text your therapist. And one thing that I love about this sponsor in particular, BetterHelp, is one, we love using it. But two, we know that we have a lot of listeners that have reached us reached out to us from Japan and just random parts Mm -hmm. of the world. And the cool thing about this sponsor is that it's actually available worldwide. And all of us could use some time to talk to someone we don't know. You know, I'm, I'm so behind using counseling and therapy to process your feelings. And again, like... Lauren said, it's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and it's also affordable. Yeah, there's financial aid available for those who qualify, and we know that therapists are very expensive. So this is an affordable way to get that therapy you need. Exactly. So our listeners today will get 10% off your first month with our discount code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T. So guys, why not just get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash GETIT. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire That'll help them assess your needs and you'll get matched with a counselor that you will absolutely love. That's betterhelp.com slash get it. I was just going to say it it totally is a heartbreak because essentially you just went through one and I know what that's like to come out of that. I mean, even trying to date out of a heartbreak is the worst because you're kind of... You're kind of waiting for someone to save you out of it, mm-hmm. which yeah. which no one really can. But I think but we yourself. all, but yeah. yourself, but we all think that maybe someone else will come along. You know, it's like, well, if I just go on the date mm-hmm. and this and the spark hits, then I'll forget about that last person or whatever's hurting my heart. And it was almost like you're like, okay, I don't know if I want to go on paradise, but it's coming up, and then. Bibby, did you do you feel like your mind started to build this dream in your head where you're like, okay, well, this is it. You know, this is my chance. I'm and gonna go on and I'm gonna find you, it. And then he'll feel regret and then maybe you'll feel stronger for yeah, his regret. Right. Or maybe you'll meet someone great. And so you set all these expectations in your head and and all of a sudden you're higher on this mountain mm-hmm. and then you go home week one and you're like, Well, what the fuck? I made it longer last year. You know, yeah. like you're almost like something's got to give. Is that right. the like, feeling? How did I? Yeah, it's almost like that. And and it's like, how do I take all this constructive criticism and adapt and apply it and then still not get somewhere else? Mm-hmm. But you don't think 
it's you, right? Do you do you blame yourself I mean, in a I heartbreak? Think... What, where are you at? Because I know you and I have talked over Instagram. I actually haven't yeah. seen you in a really long time. But one thing I really appreciate about you is you're like me where you like to work out, not even to just like work out, but really just to not think about something for an hour. And it's more for your mental yeah. health. And you've been yeah. on this spiritual journey. So where where are you mentally? So I'm coming out of a depression. <laughs> I'm just going to freaking say it. Um, since paradise, it's been, I can't even recall anything in July because that's how deep and dark I've been. I couldn't even work. I've like, the amount of crying that I've done in the past couple months has been so out of the ordinary and the heaviness and the darkness has just been floating around me. It's just like, this isn't even myself. And so I do think that it comes with a sense of like, I feel like, you know, here I was, and this is all, you know, I'm working through this. I went to see a Reiki master today and she's like, you have a lot of negative thought patterns, right? And so in my mind, I create these stories that are false and then to fight against them and to cancel them out. It's so much work because I've just like a lot, like it's, I feel so defeated. Can you tell people what Reiki is just so they know? So Reiki is a form of um, spiritual healing. And this was kind of like my first true session where you, I kind of feel that. And so you align your chakras and it's like organic, holistic, spiritual healing. And so we have all of our chakras and sometimes when we feel off or, you know, unbalanced or just like spiritually in a rut or even mentally, like this is supposed to kind of like help align your system because that's all energy that's blocked. I mean, emotions are blocked. Like it's all emotions are energy. And what can you hear me at yeah. all? Yeah, 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 yeah we're like, good. Emotions are when energy. you like suppress your emotions or when you're holding in stuff like that's energy, and that's how like illnesses manifest into your body mm-hmm. and stress mm-hmm. and all this stuff. So like this is kind of like a. a a different approach to healing to help like move that around in your body and like expose of it. Do you feel a difference and after your first session? I I do. This is actually the first person that I've done something with like this mm-hmm. that I think that I really connected with her. Um, but I also did yoga today. So I think that it's just much more than just like someone coming over you with crystals and healing you. Like I think you really have to find the right person. Yeah. Um, Babes, have and- I ever told you about Heartbroken Anonymous? Um, you have. I think if you're ever in LA, I'd love for you to mm-hmm. come to a meeting. It's basically just people like sharing stories of heartbreak, oh, like be, strangers. Uh, um, but I wanted to ask, I don't know if anyone's asked you this yet, but did you feel like you were fully over your breakup going into paradise this year? And Lauren, I know you could speak oh, to this yeah. a lot. Um, I think my intentions were to be. Yeah. Um, I once, once it hit me, like once I came back from paradise and that wave of emotions hit me, I don't think I was entirely. And I think that that's okay. You know, it's almost like with the clay situation, like how people are like, you know, it's only been a few months and he's on for here. Mm-hmm. Like you have to set the intention to move on. Like me going on paradise was like setting the intention that I know what I haven't, I hadn't been in a relationship for three years and this man had completely awakened the love inside of me that just like I didn't I hadn't felt that in so long so once you feel love again even through the heartbreak you want to feel that again yeah it's like nirvana that's how I always describe it 
Yeah. So I genuinely like, and it's important to set the intention. And I had taken so much time to really focus my energy with like meditating and being in the right state and healing so I can attract like, I could, you know, man, like project the right energy so I can welcome someone in. Um, but it's hard because in my last relationship, I like, it's hard not to think that like, I was finally myself with someone and they ran away. Yeah. So Lauren, you know how I love to frequent Pilates? Yeah. You're so healthy. (laughs) You hate me. (laughs) I'm actually not healthy. That's why I work out so that I can eat what I want. I digress. So when I go, Lauren, I always feel really insecure in the class because I feel like everyone's wearing tight clothes and I always wear baggy clothes. Because, you know, I'm I'm my most comfortable self in baggy clothes. But the thing is, Lauren, when you do Pilates, it kind of my shirt always gets in the way of my Mm -hmm. movements. So I had to find a tight clothing brand that fit on me like really well and that just worked for me and that was Figs. And I know when you guys hear Figs, you think scrubs, right? Which yes, they also have the scrub game down. They're making, what's that hot, McDreamies happen IRL. I haven't seen a a nurse or a doctor or hospital anyone wearing not Figs in a very long time because everyone loves them. Everyone. I mean, Becca Tilly wears them. Let's be real, guys. Anyway, so I tried out their athletic line because you know I'm not a doctor and I'm obsessed. Their shirts were breathable. It was the perfect amount of tightness, but not too tight. You know, like a like a super you know like the tight athletic shirts. Yeah. Wears. Anyways, I really love Figs. I think you guys should check it out. I love Figs because they have a yoga waistband for their. Um joggers, their straight leg joggers and skinny styles. Yoga waistbands should be on, on jeans, honestly. <laughs> Yoga so waistbands right. should be everywhere. And especially for, uh, I know that my dad wears the the old ass drawstring greens, <laughs> as he calls them. Um, when he's when he's riding on his Peloton? No, when he's um, working his scrubs. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He he's calls them greens. I don't know. But um, if he had a yoga waistband, I'm, I guarantee he'd be a million times happier and not a so grumpy all the time, times. you know? You got to send him a pair of figs, man. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to send him some figs. So speaking of giving... Speaking of giving. Yeah, speaking of giving. Speaking of giving, figs makes a great gift for lifesavers in your life. Fig gift cards are available. So next time your doctor, nurse, dentist, dermatologist, or pediatrician saves the day, tell them thank you by sending them figs. That is such a nice sentiment because, you know, these are everyday heroes. So if you are in the hospital or dealing with something, that is a really nice gift to give someone. Um, Lauren, you want to tell them where to get it? Yes. So whether you are one of the awesome humans that work in healthcare or someone that wants to say thanks to those deserving folks, figs is... Is it, or wants to work out in very breathable workout wear. Thank you. Figs is going to make it easy by providing you 15% off your purchase by using our code Get It. So get ready to love your scrubs. Head to wearfigs.com. That's W E A R F I G S.com and enter our code Get It at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Do you think it's harder when to be rejected on paradise because there are like an an almost even number of men to women rather than the bachelor where it's like, Oh, your odds, like oh, your odds, you know, that's a good question. Oh uh, yeah. Why do you I think, think it's so. harder? Um, because there's like, you're, you're seeing there's so many more, um, men that you can kind of connect with. And you know, the first week guys, like there's so many friendship roses going out. Oh Yeah. You know, like not, I mean, how many people actually end up with the people they start with? 
That's true. I feel like the second to third week is when people really start to find mm-hmm. who they actually like. And the first one rose is an initial attraction rose or a friendship rose. Yeah. Well, yeah. some people get really lucky, like Jade and Tara, right, right, who are like right mm-hmm. off the bat. It's like love at first sight. But obviously, um, yeah, that's rare. But wait, can you share the story of what happened with this guy from April? So we kind of have, have like that picture. Yeah. So um, kind of like the perfect guy could have... I could have like mentally just like everything I could have wanted in a man. He like walked into my life and me being the person that I am, like when he first asked me out on a date back in December, I was like completely clueless that he was even interested in me. I thought he was just like wanting another girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Cause he has a lot of those and he's artistic and funky and just like hit my soul directly. It was one of those like um, fall fast and fast relationships, but mm. I just kind of felt like at this stage of my life where I'm 30, 31, and I think it's important to allow yourself to feel those feelings, but like he hadn't been in a relationship in a long time. I hadn't been in a relationship in a long time. So it's like, if we both dove in this way, it's because we want this more than just for this, because if not, then like you just hook up with someone, Yeah, you know? Um, but we were all in and he was in the transition of moving back to Miami from New York. And, um, I think that what I started realizing is, uh, there was a massive shift emotionally and he was really stressed with work because he was like launching, he was in, he had just launched his brand in November. He was, he left one job, he's starting another one. He was moving, he was traveling for work. And so me being, you know, so intuitive, I knew that bringing up the changes that were coming into our lives at that moment would stress him out. And so I didn't want to do that, Mm -hmm. which in turn, it's something that like, if you're feeling a certain type of way in a relationship, it's important for you to speak it and not suppress it. Like be intuitive, be understanding of where somebody is, but it's always important to not put that in the back burner because then initially what happened is like a lot of the things that I wanted to talk about, I never really felt like I got to really give it a chance. And so I felt like that too with the guy that I dated. He was like, he had just moved to LA and got out of a relationship. So things that I would bring up with anyone i was mm-hmm. like oh no he has a lot going on he has a lot going on you did the last thing would ruin things yeah the last thing mm-hmm. i want to do is like flick a domino you know For and then him sure. be like all right well i can't do this but then also that in itself is somewhat of a red flag right if you can't mm-hmm. be open and, and honest with someone like yeah and they would if you're if it's hanging on a hair strand you know that's probably not a good and then you're sign. letting yourself fall even deeper into something that's just not going to work out and then it takes even longer to heal from it and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah 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 Yes. Yeah. I mean, we were very honest and open with one another, probably the richest, emotionally rich and loving relationship I ha- I've experienced in a really long time. And he really took us part of me completely. Um, but when men are focused on their careers and like, if they're in this place, we're handling in a relationship emotionally, like they feel like that's another task. 
I don't want to feel like a top. Mm. And so what was happening, my intuition started manifesting in anxiety and I was having anxiety attacks. And then I just got to a point where I was like, I know that you're trying to be in this relationship, but what's happening now is that I'm now feeling insecure and it, that's not something you can fix. I need, to, I can't be in this anymore. I think it's time for us to like really understand that this is just not going to really work. And take, making that decision for me was really hard because I loved him so much. But as a woman who, you know, I'm now turning 32 in September, one of the things that I thought of is like, you really have to listen to your intuition. And as much as I really love this guy, I loved him too much to let us just like become this relationship that would tear each other apart or that I was expecting something from him that he couldn't give me. And then basically just tarnishing the beautiful three months that we just had. Um, and walking away was really difficult. And obviously it, it was hard for me because, um, you know, I felt like he was so okay because the way that he deals with his stuff was just like, keep going, keep moving, keep working. You know, he kind of like suppresses that. To this day, I wonder if he misses me, you know, but... I'm sure he does. I think we all think that yeah. when when we're going through a heartbreak of any kind. And I can tell you just from heartbroken anonymous meetings, people have come who have broken someone else's heart. Mm. And I was always in the mindset of there's... It's just, we live in this world with Instagram and stuff where it just seems like the other person on the other side is so much happier and they're winning the breakup. And first of all, we shouldn't even be striving to win a breakup. But second of all, Mm -hmm. people have shared like, it is really hard on me too. And it is really hard on them and people just don't have ways of showing it. But I totally know what you mean. It's like, if you committed the crime, why am I the one in jail kind of Mm -hmm. feeling? Mm -hmm. That is so so strong of you to leave knowing it wasn't... It's just so hard to break up something so good and then thinking in the long run, you know it's not going to work. But it's so good right now. But it's also just a waste of your time. It's not even is it a waste of your time. It's like so emotionally and energized wise draining and taxing when you're having anxiety attacks like i was having nightmares through my heartbreak and i got like this pityriasis rosacea remember when i got that Mm -hmm. rash on my back i've never been a dermatologist in my life and i was like what is this from and she's like stress and i'm like oh so i physically got a rash from a guy literally (laughs) the guy that i was in paired like left paradise for quote quote I had to do the same thing, but I gave him two and a half years rather than three months. And I said, I physically developed colitis from you. I need to end this because like you're stressing me out because you're not going to give me anything you want. So yeah, totally. I'm Lauren, glad, I'm glad you did able, three months rather than the fucking yeah, two and a half. Lauren, you stay a lot longer, I feel like, than the average. I do, do stay say? longer. I don't know what it is. Why I do you should think, think more is? like Bibby. Um, I'm, I'm scared to hurt someone. So I think mm-hmm. that I'm going to hurt them. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's why I stayed to hurt them and hurt myself in the long run, you know, anyway. Yeah. Favorite furniture company of all time, Joybird. Joybird empowers you to create the furniture and space that brings you joy and keeps those summer vibes flowing all year long. When you love your furniture and you love coming home, you love feeling comfortable, the Joybird is where it's at. The Joy, I love how you say Joybird. The Joybird. Lauren, you're the best today. Yes. Yeah, so Lauren and I both have pieces of furniture in our households from Joybird. Lauren has her yellow pieces, mm-hmm. um, a large couch, and what is the other one called? Like a um, an accent like a, chair. An accent I chair. It's a pretty big accent chair. You can fit two people in it. And whenever yes. I walk, it's good in, for canoodling. It, like that's if you're sitting literally with a boy. the whole time. The whole 
reason why I got it. Oh. Um, but whenever I walk into my apartment, I see those yellow couches and I'm like, I'm proud of those couches. You know, I'm happy I got those couches and it make it really brings my apartment life. I mean, look at mine right there. We're yeah. like, stay, we're at my house today, guys, for a change. And um, this chair is stunning, Lauren. It's stunning. It looks you'll so You'll have that chair expensive. until you're 105 and then you'll give it to your kid and then your grandkid. What's I swear. That? You know, you took I'm, the words right yeah. out of my mouth. I am obsessed with Joybird. Well, um, with Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture crafted to your unique taste. Like, Naz has a very, like, Native American-y sort of vibe in her apartment, and she tailored that chair to, like, look like her aesthetic. Yeah, so you know? the upholstery that I got on the cushions, that's what's so cool is you can customize everything to just fit the style in your home. Like yeah. Lauren said, yes, I feel like I'm very, my, my style's very eclectic, a little mm-hmm. boho. Um, and so I picked this leather brown yeah, Which is kind of like lived in. It looks like vintage almost. It's so, so dope, guys. Yeah, I'm sure dope. you've seen it on my Instagram. You can have anything from like mod furniture to like this like lived in um, anthropology-esque furniture. Yeah. So it's really something for everyone on Joy Bird. We can't stop talking about Joy Bird. Yeah. And what I love about it is it's not your basic B, you know, furniture sure, store. It's like true. it's quality handcrafted furniture. Each Joy Bird piece is made by hand with care and precision. And they use high quality hardwood and responsibly source materials to fit your exact specifications. Also, they have limited lifetime warranties included, which is so clutch. And thank goodness, since I have two dogs that love to piss on everything, Joybird <laughs> offers a range of kind and pet-friendly upholstery options so that your creations can stand the test of time or pee. Yes. Oh, wait. We didn't tell them the best part about Joybird, Lauren. What is it? They have a 365-day mm. home trial. What furniture store has this? You can skip the store, bring the showroom home... You can sit on it, sleep on it, break it in. If you don't love it, you can return it hassle-free in home delivery, people. They'll even remove all the packaging materials, which to me is the worst part yeah. of getting anything in the mail. I'm like, can someone open this for me? They put mine together. They literally screwed no, on the feet. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Wow. So see how Joybird can help you design your dream space. Make furniture your own at joybird.com slash get it. Create the furniture that brings you joy at joybird.com slash get it go to joybird.com slash get it and receive an exclusive offer of 25% off your first order by using our code get it 25% off is a shit ton guys i would if you're moving or trying to redecorate Mm -hmm. go to joybird and customize your piece for your new place what lauren said so you've still been working out just yoga or squats or what are we doing um, what are we doing to get that booty I ass? kind of took a break. I mean, because I was so sad. Um, it was really hard for me. This is how I knew I was going through something really weird because I couldn't even find the energy to work out. Like, I would literally wake up in the morning, make my coffee, and co- my morning time is so important and, like, the best thing ever. And I would wake up in the morning, have my coffee, and go back to bed. Oh, wow. So I was like, Were you oh. clinically depressed? Or, um, like, are you, like, were you seeing someone? I'm just curious. Yeah. Or it was just yeah, more like you felt yeah, depressed. I think... No, 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 no. Like after like two months, they were like, okay, (laughs) what's going on here? Um, And so that's why mental health is such like a, I'm such an advocate about meditating even today, now that I'm getting back to my yoga practice. So it's been week two now where I'm feeling better and yoga for me. So during my practice, I just like focus on my breath a lot because that's one hour that I can just, it's exactly what you said, Nas. It's like one hour where I don't have to think about anything else. Mm-hmm. and um, allowing myself to focus on my breath and bringing in that oxygen to my brain allows, just like gives me a massive sense of calmness and this euphoric feeling at the end. So I really take yoga as like my med- my massive meditation. 
And even tonight, I was like, you know what? After this podcast, I should probably put on like a sleep meditation. It's really difficult to get my, when you fall off the wagon to get your group back. And I don't know if you guys have experienced this when like you go and you work out all the time, you have a good routine. And then when it comes, like you go on a vacation, then one week turns to 10 days and like getting back to the gym is just like, oh, I can't believe I have to sit through an hour of this class Mm -hmm. and like work out. Um, But boxing like boxing is just one my tra- I train with a trainer which he has been the best um because throughout this time he totally I've put on weight after paradise like I put on 10 pounds and it's like really uncomfortable because I seriously before paradise I was like taking in everything um but this is part of the process you know like I have to kind of just surrender to this season and really just tried, I'm trying to find my way back. And that's why exercise for me is crucial. Exercise like helps me fight my anxiety. I don't know. Do you guys ever get out of a workout and it's like 10 minutes later, get this rush and this high? Yeah. It's that you're releasing so much dopamine. And I always have to, I hate waking up early, but I only like working out in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'm not a night worker outer because then I won't go to bed. But for me, when I'm waking up, I'm like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. Sleep mm-hmm. is more important. I start yeah. convincing myself. Like the girl, mm-hmm. my Naz on my shoulder is like, just go to sleep, mm-hmm. Naz. You need it for your bags. But then I I recently have been thinking about the feeling after. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Naz, think about the feeling after. Don't think about the class. And then I'm like, and that's why I go. And it's because of that feeling of like not thinking about anything for an hour and just feeling like so much better and healthier And if you're working out in the morning, I heard a podcast the other day where it's just like, aside from like increasing your serotonin, like that extra shot of like dopamine for that day, it increases your focus by like 30%. Yeah. So you're really just like shooting to kill the day. And when I heard that, I was like, this is what's going on. Like you're not even waking up in the morning and like moving your body for 30 minutes. That's all I tell myself. Like, I'm not even committing to the hour, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, just get up and like make it through the 30 minutes. And then you'll, you, it's your cruising. And real. it's like, so the boxing has helped a lot because you're, I'm releasing a lot. The squats, it's a, it's, you know, it's like, you got to take care of what you have. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't lose so what you got. <laughs> you really do. Because if not, it's just not going to look good. You know how um, like banging your body is though, right? I love you. Um, no, but like you, Lauren and I talk about my, it. I, my boyfriend specifically told me not to fucking say this, but he's obsessed with you and he's very embarrassed about it because <laughs> he, we, dude, we were watching Bachelor in Paradise and he rewound your intro, not kidding, 14 times. Wow. <laughs> he was like, wow. that right there. You, you, you do wear that bikini. You got to do that, that, that. And I was like, okay, okay, I get it. You love baby. I love baby. I mean, what's not wow. to love? You're just. I mean, I'm curious, first of all, thank you. We're so appreciative that you're like being this vulnerable and opening up. And we actually did a podcast with Dr. Mike, my therapist, about anxiety mm-hmm. and went into depression a little bit, but we haven't mm-hmm. ever done a full on one, right, Lauren? Like, right. Yeah. And it's it's really interesting to have you on. I'm curious to know, has your life always been this way? When did this start for you? I'd like to like kind of dive deeper just for people listening that are maybe going through the same thing. Um, as far as like the sadness... Yeah, just whether it's an acute depression that was sparked by a breakup or whether it's, you know, clinical clinical depression. So I think that I've, if, when I analyze my family, because with therapy, you do a lot of work where, you know, you're, you're going back into your learned behaviors in order for you to see that, like, this is something that I learned. This isn't really my authentic self. 
So there's a lot of thought process. There's a lot of within like my thought patterns and even my self image and, um, that I, that it comes from a learned behavior, feeling like I have to look good to be accepted and to feel and to be loved. And, um, I have Crohn's disease, which I'm pretty open about. Um, but Crohn's and autoimmune disease doesn't typically come to people who aren't high stress, who don't suffer from like stress or from like anxiety. Autoimmune usually develops in people like me, you know, like mm-hmm. anxious, you know, you're not going to see someone with the go with the flow getting Crohn's. Absolutely. Or so sure now you that know, I like, think about you, it. Can you explain Crohn's to those listening? So it's a, it's an, basically it's kind of like, it comes from like the same family of colitis too, right? Lauren? Yeah, like totally. You suffer, yeah. So, um, it's an inflammation of your lower GI, your lower like digestive tract. And what happens is that it, I, it is inflamed. And so it gets really hard for me to digest. And so like, I'll end up getting a flare up, which means like my stomach flares out and it look, I can look like three to six months pregnant. So I have to stay away from like heavy dairy foods, spices, broccoli, kale, anything that's high in fiber is like a no go for my system. Now I'm definitely at a stage right now because I've been stressed and all this stuff where I'm not like healed, but there are foods. Once I like have a very clean diet, my stomach can get to a place where like, I don't have to worry about it. It's just like you can monitor it with food. But if the reason why after my breakup, I went all in on like yoga and working out and because my anxiety was so high um, that I was concerned. I was like, I don't want to get a Crohn's flare up. Oh, yeah. So I became almost like the ideal, like holistic health person that I've always strived to be. So that's why I felt so good also going into paradise. Um, But... Yeah, to get back to the depression, I think that what didn't help is after Paradise, I felt so sad that all I ate was junk. Did you get a flare-up after Paradise? No, I didn't, but I did get, like, I suffer from, like, anxious eating, and so my anxious my anxious eating is just, like, out of control. Like, I just, like, can't uh-huh. stop. Can you paint so when, that picture for us? Yeah, so basically, um, my therapist broke it down. It's because... Um, I don't have a lot of control of what the things that have happened in my life. So like I, the breakup was out of my control, right? You know, everything that happened in paradise was out of my control. So you take control by eating you the way, even though I don't really see it that way, right. In a Mm. way, like, because I've always identified like, like diet and failure. Like if I'm not eating healthy, then I'm a failure. Or if I don't get somewhere, like it's almost like a form of punishment, but also it's the one thing that my body can control. And so when you're eating, you're creating a dopamine hit, whether you realize that you are or not. So my body is craving something to allow me to feel good in that moment, even though after I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I feel that totally. I sit in bed with a bag of chips and I feel fucking on top of the world. Oh my for God. Some reason. Mm-hmm. When Domino's knocks on my door, I'm like, this is all, I don't yeah. need to get married. I just need Domino's. <laughs> I know. Hey, have you tried Perfect Bar, Ness? Um, you know what, Lauren? I just got mine in the mail and I am obsessed. You want to know why? Why? Because I'm always running around on the go. Also, can I just talk about how hard grocery shopping is? Like, it is an actual Olympic sport for me. I never know what aisle to go through. I hate it. I feel like the most awkward person in the grocery store. There's people like picking up like seasonings and and vegetables and stuff. And I'm just going there for literally a box of cereal, you know? And and milk. Like, I'm still shopping like I'm 13 years old. But... 
the reason why I love Perfect Bar and I love the fact that you brought it up is because I actually love eating them on the go. Yeah. And it just makes my life so much easier. The flavor that I love the best is dark chocolate peanut butter. And basically Perfect Snacks is the brand name and they're a line of fresh from the fridge protein bars, which are made with freshly ground nut butter, up to 17 grams of whole food protein and 20 superfoods all combined to create a cookie dough-like texture that is just as nutritious as what it is delicious. What more do you want? Keyword delicious, guys. Protein bars like... The- are gross. That's true. And with delicious flavors like dark chocolate, peanut butter, almond butter, coconut peanut butter, you won't have to sacrifice taste for health. And all Perfect Snacks products are the first of its kind and kept refrigerated for optimal texture and taste. That's why you get the cookie butter, uh, the cookie dough consistency. Yep. And stay fresh for up to one week out of the fridge. So cool. And perfect to take on the go wherever you need a snack and to help avoid any meltdowns. Um, in addition to tasting good, all the bars are non-GMO, verified, gluten-free, soy-free, kosher, low GI, and made in the USA. You know, all the stuff people from LA care about. Yep. Anyways, right now, guys, Perfect Bar is offering you, yes, you, who's listening to this right now, 15% off your online order. All you have to do is go to perf.bar slash get it. Guys, listen to this carefully. Perf, P-E-R-F, dot bar slash get it g-e-t-i-t you can shop their refrigerated snacks at perf.bar slash get it today again to get 15 percent off your order make your day a little more perfect at perf.bar slash get it um I have, I have a quick question okay, Lauren, real quick yeah. just because this is really interesting to me is i think i do i don't have an autoimmune and after lauren asked her question i mm-hmm. i'm curious to know what it's like living with an autoimmune disease we should do a whole podcast on that too but I control things. Um, I'm also extremely anxious. And so the way I control things is through cleaning and being on time and being extremely neat. And I see what you're saying as far as like a punishment. When I don't make my bed or when I don't do something, or Lauren, you know, when when something doesn't go the mm-hmm. exact way I wanted to, I punish myself. Yes, you do. Do you, do you ever, how do you not do that, Bibby? Do you ever strive to not be so hard on yourself because it's somewhat of a vicious cycle? It's something that I'm I'm aggressively working on right now. And so things that I've learned to help is like, for instance, the, you know, the Reiki master today. She's kind of like life coaches, coach E at the same time, which I appreciate. You know, you're not just going to somebody who's like throwing crystals on you. They're kind of providing guidance from what they feel. <laughs> um, but she did say something. She's like, you have a lot of negative um, chatter. And so you need to learn how to cancel those thoughts out. And it's something that I've I've read a lot about where in order, making that transition is really difficult, but finding gratitude throughout your day. Like, and so in the morning, even though I don't feel like it and it's, I basically now I'm counting the days that I actually do it because before it was like every day I do it. I would wake up and list like at least five things that I'm grateful for. Mm. And so then throughout the day, little by little, it's not something that happens overnight, but if you're consistent with it, like I can tell you, because I know that I've been in that place, um, 30 days in and you just like find, even if in the, like in the shittiest situation, you're going to feel a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and gratitude towards that person. So I felt before leaving to paradise, I felt a lot of energy, a lot of good, a lot of love for within my body that I created just out of like creating this gratitude practice and just bringing in that awareness. And now that I'm on the other side of it, 
I know it's not easy. It's something that you really have to strive for, but that's where discipline comes in. So I'm the same way now where like, I literally have to, I clean. And if my, I love everything needs to be in order. Everything needs to be clean. It brings me peace. But the moment that you see everything, like my place a mess, you know that emotionally I'm in like a really bad place. Mm, interesting. Um, Lauren, what was your question? Um, you you were saying that your family puts a lot of emphasis on like appearance to be happy or successful or whatever. Do they put a lot of pressure on um, like being in a relationship and starting a family? Since I know you're going to be 32, I'm, my mom puts a lot of pressure on us to have kids. Is it the same way in your household? No, I think that that, that ship has sailed for me. <laughs> what um, do you mean? Because my little sister is married, has two kids. And my older sister is married. So um, mm. I think my parents understand that my journey is just going to be different. And marriage isn't easy. Yeah, Being in a committed relationship is not easy. I, my parents I find know. their peace in knowing <laughs> that... Um, I mean, I just see it in the in the relationships around me that it's it's a sacrifice. It's commitment. It's a lot of love. It's a lot of love when you don't want to love. Um, more than anything, my parents really want me to be happy and for me to make a wise decision. And now that they see that as I get older, you know, I may not have everything figured out, but they'd rather me be with the man that I'm supposed to be with than like with anybody. Yes. Yes. I love your perspective on this. You kind of like the conversation went the total opposite way Mm. of what I thought you were going to say. And I think it's really great that you don't put that pressure on yourself now knowing that your younger sister and older sister Mm -hmm. are married. One more question. You were talking about the meditation practice in the morning and working out and writing um, things you're grateful for. Do you have to like set a timer to wake up? Because I feel like I would have no time to do those things, but I would love to do those things. You know, I guess I just wake up too late and then run to school or whatever, you know? Yeah. You guys should check out the five minute journal. I told you about that, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. So you just like wake up or like crack it on? Well, I enjoy waking lately because of my, you know, emotional transition period. Um, I haven't been waking up as early, but I do like to give myself an additional hour in the morning just to kind of like, you know, you're not Mm going to wake up right away. You might like drag out of bed, make my coffee pot. So like I allow myself to have a little wiggle room. I don't just like set the timer for 30 minutes and wake up and like write right away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I like let myself take five minutes to get out of bed and then like drink my water, have my coffee and, you know, open my journal, maybe get a little distracted. Like I just give myself the time to like wake up. Okay. Um, And sometimes, you know, what I tell people who are starting with their meditation practice, all it takes is all it, like you can just start with two breaths, right? Where you're, Breathing in through your nose for a count of four, you're holding it for a count of two, and you're exhaling through your mouth for um, a count of six, right? And if you do that two two times where you're just focused on your breath, you are literally meditating for those two breaths. Mm -hmm. And so as the day goes, as like, if you remember throughout the day, you know, but even when you wake up in the morning, if you're just doing those two breaths, you're giving yourself that time to kind of like your mind to understand you're bringing in oxygen. Yeah. You're connected to yourself. You're connected to your breath. 
And then you can add five, you can make it five breaths. And then maybe like in a month, you know, you might get on a meditation app. And Mm -hmm. I use the insight timer and it's amazing. You can like look, it's almost like Instagram for meditation because they have so many teachers on there. Um, But you could even set like a two minute meditation or you can even find a five minute meditation. Um, And it's really, it's really life changing, like, when I feel the most crazy, when you feel the craziest, when you feel like you have no time, that's the time where you really have to just give yourself the moment yeah. to breathe. Yeah. And do you guys ever catch yourself like stressed or with your, through, like working through your day and like, do you ever realize you're holding your breath? Does that ever happen yeah, to you? Yeah, and it hurts my back. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah. why my back hurts. Yeah. Right. Even when I'm saying, when I have to read stuff on camera, I'm not... I like find myself out of breath and I'm like, oh, I'm not breathing. Yeah. And, and I lock my think. knees and I'm very tense mm-hmm. in moments where it's, it, you're right. Like you should be relaxed. You should take a moment to take a breath for yourself. Would you ever consider yeah. being a yoga teacher? I am actually going to do my yoga teacher training um, <gasps> in October. Would you look at and- that? I, I'm only doing it because I'm interested in learning more about the practice. I can't say that I'm going to be a yoga teacher, you know, by the end of it. But I think it's important if something's like really, to me, I love to learn. I'm a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. Yeah, I love to learn. I love to read. And because yoga has helped me so much, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I want to know what these positions mean. I really want to know what you're saying here. Because like they say all these different terms and I don't even know how to pron- like say now. Yeah, yeah. But during class, you kind of memorize the movements. And then I'm like, okay, but I want to know why this is a chair. I want to know right. why this helps with your digestion. I want to know mm-hmm. why this is this. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you go to meditation studios in Miami? Is there? I go to one here called Unplug, and they have breathwork classes, which are life changing. Wait, so do you do the breathwork where you're just like breathing out and in, breathing out and in, yeah, and like so, you feel that like tingling through your body? Mm-hmm. So it's 45 minutes a guided meditation where mm-hmm. basically someone tells you how to breathe, mm-hmm. and you leave shaking. It's so, so crazy. wild. Like you leave like you're on a high. And it's crazy, guys, because your body does shake. And I remember someone telling mm-hmm. me that, and I was like, no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> I was like, no, it doesn't. And I always go into everything like that. But yeah. I always also go into everything with an open mind, or I wouldn't try it in the first mm-hmm. place. And I remember I felt like just a little tingling at the tips of my fingers. Because they're getting oxygen. Yeah. yeah. What is that why? I don't know. Maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. And it so- was amazing. I prefer sound healing, actually, Bibby, because yeah. just, I don't know if... I have very mild asthma, but it's hard for me to breathe for 45 (laughs) minutes. It's like, it's a lot of work, but sound healing does the same thing where obviously breath work, you're just focusing on your breath. So that means you're not thinking of anything else. But when it comes to sound healing, all you have to do is follow a sound. I love that. So to me, it's easier. My eyes are closed. I'm following a sound and I really fall into a trance. And I think if anyone's feeling anxiety, you should really look up any meditation studio near you for a sound healing class or a breath work class because... We're all fucking dealing with anxiety now. It's yeah. Wild. How often are you doing the breath work? And I do CBD. I did breath work like a couple times and now I just do sound healing or I'll just go to mm-hmm. a regular like... Um, I like the essential oils, like aromatherapy ones too. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually did a breath work class um, maybe like a couple, like a month and a half ago. And there's one... The, the place that has it here, they do it once a month. Um, and... I want to go to my friend just told me that there's another one next week. The interesting, but this, 
exactly how you describe like the tinglings and like some people could, their hands will like tense up. That's that just goes to show you the importance of your breath and how connected your breath is to your body and how much your breath can help like move energy around. So that's why people meditate because you're bringing in this new oxygen to your mind, but you're actually, you're not just, think about how many times, like throughout the day, your body's naturally breathing. When you go to sleep, your body, you're never thinking about breathing. So giving yourself that time does something incredible. I don't know what the science is behind it, but it's it's you, your body. It's not anything outside of it. It's not a Reiki master. It's not a crystal. It's like you yourself just gave your, yourself this peace and this this feeling just with your breath. Right. I want to move on because I'm sure everyone's like, all right, we get it, guys. Just breathe <laughs> yeah. in now. But this is extremely insightful because if you are an anxious eater or you, or you do deal with anxiety or an autoimmune disease, it is helpful to know, Bibby, what the things that you do to feel better, which mm-hmm. is like yoga and breath work and all this stuff, et cetera. Where, um, so you're back in Miami. You were just on Paradise again. I know you told us that you're trying to like kind of pick yourself back up and get your life back together mentally and physically. Are you wanting to date again? Like where is your mind at when it comes to that stuff? I am at the point where I'll welcome the masculine energy. (laughs) Ah, That's such a funny way. (laughs) But you're not going to seek it out. Right. Yeah. I like that. Definitely not seeking it out. um, And it has to feel right. Um, I can't say like, so funny because I actually went on like a day date, not a day date, but like a lunch, an early dinner, late lunch date. <laughs> yeah. They're getting, they're a, getting a linner, less and less, a linner. Yeah. Um, they're getting less serious these days. It's like, Hey, want to mm-hmm. grab a coffee? Sure. Um, and he's a pretty cool guy. I can't really say that. Like, I'm, I just, I don't really have a type. I, me it's like soulful connection like you gotta like i have to have a good conversation with you there has to be some kind of chemistry there um but i'm in this place where like nothing really i'm not looking um i don't think i what's important for me is just to set my boundaries because i am healing and so when you are in this state where you feel the most vulnerable and you don't give yourself the adequate amount of time you might just attract the worst person in the world that's so important like you have to be happy and like in a good place yourself i agree i'm like i'm not trying to do that (laughs) because you know these guys are all great you might go on a date they might be like nice and you know career all set and great car and great vibes and then two months later you're fucking crying and you're eating ice cream in bed and you're like, that guy. I do so, want to say the reverse. I'm sure a lot of guys go through this too because I have heard a lot yeah. of this. So it's not just like, you know, fuck yeah. guys kind of thing. If your April man comes back to you and says all the things you want to hear, would you take him back? No. Okay. Um, That would be a very long journey back. Okay. You've already made a lot of progress since then, so you don't want to regress. Yeah. Um, yeah. And two, less serious question. What's your go-to emotional eating snack? <laughs> oh, my gosh, guys. This is so crazy. Honey bunches of oats. <laughs> Wait, really? I was not expecting that. <laughs> Dude, there's something about this cereal. I can eat an entire box in one night. With milk or, or I just alone? All Captain Crunch in one sitting. 
honey bunches of of oats with almond milk mm-hmm. unsweetened. I don't know what it is. I literally, the funny <laughs> thing is that I literally looked up and I Googled the other day. I was like, why am I addicted to honey bunches of oats? <laughs> I'm like, this is a serious <laughs> is that, Was there a support group There was a forum. There? <laughs> no, there's <laughs> no support. I think I found something on Reddit and I was like, I don't want to open Reddit because you know how bad Reddit is. Like Reddit, it's just like you're going down the dark. I was oh. like, I can't do this. I can't open Reddit. Ashley's on Reddit all the time. She's never on it. She's like, I saw on Reddit today that they're talking shit about you. And I was like, what the fuck? Why do you go on Reddit so often to see that? About you, Lauren? Yeah, I made like an Insta story and people started calling me racist out of the blue. Which had nothing to do with racism. I just said that my pick for Bachelor would be Peter. And they called me a, quote everyone, racist, dumb, bitch, cunt. So... Don't what? know why that is. The internet is because wild. I just my pick wasn't Mike. Sorry, I'm so sorry it wasn't Mike. But I just have like I think Peter's really cute. Like sorry, I had nothing to do with racism. So, anyways, so I was insane. on Reddit today. So don't go on Reddit, everyone, if you want negativity yeah, in your life. That's insane. Um, yeah, Bibby, we do have to wrap up. I know you have to go because mm-hmm. you're on the East Coast, and you know you gotta you, you gotta, gotta take care up. of your yeah. body. Um, but I do want to end in the same way that I end heartbroken anonymous meetings, which is with something you're grateful for. And I know we started off this podcast kind of talking about paradise, and then we backtracked and just your whole journey and what's going on with you mentally now. So. If you could look back on this whole experience, you know, maybe everything that's happened this year, can you tell us, you know, what you're grateful for and what you've like learned along the way? I am grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for my ex. Hmm. Yeah. So lyric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, it's a, it's a weird thing to be grateful for, but I think that when I, when I come out of this whole journey and I'm finally healed, I'm going to be able to look back and be like, wow, I grew so much in 2019. Mm. Um, And I think that falling in love was just the beginning of my journey. I needed to fall in love. I needed to feel heartbroken. I needed to feel rejection and now needed to come out of this whole like weird thing. Like it's so basically I'm grateful for him because whatever it is that the universe or God or whatever has like, I had to go through it and he was the one who initially started this whole growing season. Amen. I love that. Love that. that. Ending on a good note. And a lot of people say that normally too. Like the, you know, their growth journey starts with like the worst part, Uh but Mm -hmm. maybe this was so amazing. Thanks for coming on and being so so much. We love you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We can't wait to have you back. I definitely love talking to you guys. Yeah. I think people are going to love this and then they're going to love you even more. Yeah. They <laughs> love you so much. But. Totally. You're the best. I love you guys. Thanks, babe. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, I didn't know I was going to love Bibiana so much. You know what's funny is I love when we... I have an expectation of how a conversation is going to go, Lauren, and then it goes a totally different way. Yeah. But that's why everyone loves her because she's so raw and unfiltered and like... It really, it does make me sad when people like her go on the show and don't find someone because I'm like, there's such an obvious catch, so much to offer. But at the same time, just because someone doesn't meet someone on the show doesn't mean they're not going to meet. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's really not that big of a detriment to your life. Does that make sense to me personally? Yes. As far as meeting someone goes. I understand the, um, the rejection aspect and all of that just you know, there's so many chicks and like, why wasn't I, they were, that were chosen. Why wasn't I chosen? I understand that. But what I'm surprised about is that Bibby puts off something on Instagram that I would expect her to be like, but she's not like that at all. 
You know? What, do you, what is like, that? Like, I thought that she was, um, I don't know, I, not so deep. I don't want to sound, like, rude or oh. anything, but I thought, but she surprised me, and I loved every second of it. That's amazing. Well, that's the perfect example of, like, following someone on Instagram yeah. and talking to them, because I've met her, and then I followed her. I met Bibby when Bibby had 5,000 followers. I had no idea that yeah. she was like that. When she was on Ari's season. Remember when I worked on that... Um, that show, Will You Accept This Ride? Yeah. That digital oh, series. You that. So she, it was before her episode blew up. Or who did she tell off again in Ari oh season? What did she do again? Crystal. I'm, Wasn't it Crystal? Yeah, but what did she say? She said something. I'm Mic s- drop. Yeah. Some, Mic drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was after that episode, she like blew up and I was like, don't forget me. Yeah, <laughs> but, hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, she's always, she's very transparent with like everything she's going through. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it would be hard to go through a breakup and go on a show in the same year because I feel like personally I would have a lot of expectations. I'd be like, okay, well, it then- would be flashbacks to your relationship. Yeah, and I would probably hope that they would see me and you know all that stuff. So I can, t- I totally get why she was so. She's so, so proactive about making herself better. I would like wallow and wallow and wallow until literally a guy would pick me out of my wallow and put me Lauren, back. Which is why do you think that is? Um, I think that like what I asked her about, like her family being, you know, so like male oriented and like finding the one. Yeah. That's probably why my mind goes there. It's like, oh, you wait for the guy on the fucking white horse. Do you think I see this is funny. You and I have never talked about this. Do you think like you and Ashley were raised in that way to like think that a guy would like come and save the day or that yeah. just that that it makes life more complete it i don't know how to life word more it. complete like I, I i just thought it in my head but then i lost it it's like um not that men are the answer to everything but like if you have a family then then you're good you know like, like that's if, the end all be all yes if you make a family and you have the attention of a male that's what my mom was like always interested in talking about. So I was like, oh, if I don't have anyone, then she's not going to be interested in talking. That's interesting. Yeah. So with Ashley married now, do you have a fear that your parents' focus is going to be more on you now to like lock that in? Or maybe it'll be the reverse, like what Bibby said. Now that they have um, a married daughter and maybe a baby coming shortly, yeah. then they will fucking be happy with that and they'll leave me alone. <laughs> right, right. So do yeah. you put that pressure on yourself? Um, now that Ashley's married or I no? put it in the back burner I have so much yeah. going on now that I don't like think oh the clock's ticking the clock's ticking although like, yeah. you know sometimes I'll talk about it but really mentally in the back of my head it's not really there yeah guys Lauren has been killing it every time I text her I barely see her anymore she's with a client she also does my hair now which I was kind of scared because you know I'm very particular <laughs> she's very particular hairstylist out there I'm particular with every, and yeah. when it comes to hair and makeup in general just because mm-hmm. if I don't feel good then on camera I'm like Ugh, this yeah. sucks and you were so good. Lauren. Oh, well, thank you guys. So if you guys you want Lauren to do your hair, hit me up at Lauren AI. If you want to flip Instagram. your head over a kitchen sink, I got you. Yeah. To wash you out. She has a whole salon <laughs> set up. You too can meet Lauren I Kennedy in yeah. LA. Um, and also if you guys want to check out Heartbroken Anonymous, um, I'm still doing the meeting second Thursday of every month. Go to heartbrokenanonymous.com if you live in LA. I'm trying to bring one to Orlando, my alma mater. And oh, yes. I have a GoFundMe. I just need money to get to places and venue. Oh, okay. Well, then venue plug selections. that. GoFundMe, yeah. Heartbroken Anonymous. Yeah. And if you guys have like a venue, maybe for free in a city that you can help me hook me up with, then maybe I can come there and do one. I'm sure girls in college really need the Heartbroken Anonymous meetings. Because yeah. I just know like there's a rotation of dudes usually and you don't get closure out of any of them. So yeah, that's very that's helpful. That's true. And it's, yeah. and it's 
college can be isolating too because you're away from your parents for the first yeah. time sometimes. Some girl at Baylor actually reached out to me to do one there. But oh, yeah, okay. I'd love to do like a college tour. Or there's tour. like a girl in your sorority who's hooked up with the same dude you were just hooking up with and then you can't talk to her about oh, that. Oh, preach. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, rate, subscribe, follow us on Instagram. Yes, uh, at I'm Lauren at Naz Perez. You understand the, the deal and follow the Facebook group. Sorry, say that again. I keep talking over you. I keep talking over you. Lauren AI. And at Naz Perez. Okay. Okay. We love Bye, you guys. guys. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car... Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.